0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Social Workers and Scriptures podcast. We're so glad you're joining us. I'm Kat Elias. And I'm Susan Camacho. And today we are bringing you trust. Some people are not warm and fuzzy. Some people are cold and shaven. I don't know.
1: Like a hairless Chihuahua. <laughs> chihuahua. <laughs>
0: Okay. So don't forget to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, and YouTube. And the more you like and subscribe our stuff and you download, the more these platforms know to spread our information. Okay. And to get the word out there. We're on every major podcast platform that you can think of at the moment. Okay. All right. So the purpose of this podcast about trust and that some people are not warm and fuzzy is to help those who over trust to know who not to trust and to help those that we're talking about to improve their skills on vetting well, screening well, and having discernment to know who to allow and not allow in your sacred space. Okay, so now maybe a few things that we're not.
1: This is not a substitute for individual psychotherapy to treat underlining conditions or chronic mental health issues. Each person needs assessment on a case-by-case basis for treatment purposes. Do not go off your meds without medical consultation. If you are having a psychiatric emergency, please go to your nearest ER or dial 911. If you are in crisis, you can contact the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1 800 273 TALK, or the last numbers are 8255. While we are not degree theologians, we are professional therapists. We have graduate degrees, master's degrees in social work. But this podcast is not specifically just for social workers, it's for those who wish to bridge your love of mental health and the Bible.
0: Yes, now let's jump in. Why would we even have a podcast on trust on i mean isn't it pretty much common sense what if someone's a good thinks they're a good judge of character now and they're just questioning isn't it common sense yes and no first
1: off even people that judge character well obviously can miss something as we have all experienced failed friendships betrayal rejection relationships obviously as part of dating we've all dated people that probably had some red flags and part of dating is figuring out what you don't want in order to get eventually get to get to what you do want so within reason of course obviously there are some logical rational things like we don't want anybody obviously abusing us hitting us or purposely seeking somebody with addiction so hopefully that's not you but at one point the the person that we loved seemed right at the time and we thought we chose correctly but our (laughs) <laughs>
0: that was my buzzer. Exactly. Sorry, <laughs> that was my sensitive buzzer. That was <laughs> that was my warm and fuzzy buzzer. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> so our tolerance level is tested over time, and we learn about ourselves emotionally and what we can emotionally handle, and w- which we're, we're just not willing to tolerate. Just like sometimes, you know, women are like, "Oh no, is that that big a deal? He's flirty. Oh, That's he has one No, heck no." <laughs> You know, but then it, after a while, all of that stuff starts bothering you. So vetting your relationships will help you with the red flags as to not to be surprised by the outcomes. As there are certain patterns of behavior that help lay the groundwork for for success. Ooh, my my accent, my Mexican accent, almost came out in
0: success. <laughs> Did you, didn't you just have one of those random accents that came out here? Yes. <laughs> you know, mine um, is sometimes English. <laughs> i sometimes have a, a british accent just out of nowhere anyway
1: and then to the second piece some of what therapists do is that we do it we do impart common sense was that such a good idea we lay out options like could
0: you have done it a different way <laughs> if we were rappers could that be our name common sense is that
1: <laughs> common but sense. you know two cents common also knowing that like you know the the added like verbiage is that common sense not everybody has it because it has to be common and so you laugh when
0: you say that (laughs) (laughs) not everybody has common sense not everybody has common sense it's not that common (laughs) (laughs) they just have sense
1: (laughs) so in that you know you have to realize that not everybody comes from a functional loving relationship or a good baseline so the common needs to be established as a baseline. Like what are loving, healthy relationships? And there also needs to be room for improvement. Even if you are healthy, it is super like, you know, people that are healthy kind of look to grow, look to be better and do better. Proverbs 1320, the ESV version says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companions of fools
0: will suffer harm. Mm. So, okay. Ca- See, that's why I'm your friend. <laughs> i am going on the wise because I don't want to be foolish. <laughs> That's why I'm your friend. So Kat, it. You're your turn. Tag, you're Okay. It. Is it common sense? No, I don't think that um, knowing who to trust is common sense because, you know, I was thinking about it. Common sense is built and it's developed. It's not given. Common sense is common because it is the basic building blocks of good thinking, not because it's natural. Many of us miss the building blocks that you're talking about for one reason or another growing up. And if you think about it, you know, we're all trusting naturally, right? So babies and kids are naturally trusting. They trust that you, when they come out of the womb, they trust that, you know, things are pretty good in that womb there. You know, it's pretty warm and they're trusting that you're going to soothe them and you're going to feed them and you're going to handle them with care and you're going to keep them warm and you're going to keep them safe. And at the same time that we're naturally trusting, people are naturally sinful, so it's almost like a, like an alternate reality world, like a superhero alternate world, you know, like, and one sense we're so trusting and in the other sense we're so sinful. And so we end up trusting sinners and we get hurt. Sometimes we're very fortunate and we don't get hurt in a particular way. And, and, you know, somebody is trustworthy, but we are sinners in this world. So, and naturally we trust, so we don't want to trust those people. So, um, or the people that are going to hurt us. So we lack discernment and maybe that is, one reason why we can't talk. Um, we can't make decisions. We can't do those things as kids, you know? Um, we rely on others. So anyway, if we were to trust our heart, like society tells us, like go with your gut. I mean, what if you have a little gut? I don't know. You're not trusted. I don't know. Um, the society work tells out us, your core. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't cause I got to trust my gut. So <laughs> I got to have a gut. <laughs> if I don't have a gut anyway. Okay. So even therapists, you know, they overemphasize, they say, Hey, how do you feel about that? Feelings are never wrong. We have a full generation of people who trust and, and prefer their emotions over logic. I mean, literally, that's, that's the essence of their generation. I think it's generation Z, I don't know, or whatever letter, you know, they're, we're on. But the Bible tells us in Jeremiah seventeen nine, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Jesus told his apostles in, in Matthew 10, 16, behold, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. And if people were all naturally being, we should trust them. I don't think that he would have warned the apostles and, and, and uh, warned us, you know, to, to be wise as serpents. We wouldn't have to be wise as serpents. Um, he also told the crowd that was questioning him in John 7, 4, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment, which means um, we, we can judge with not right judgment, right? So I don't think that it's common sense. And regarding why we're doing a podcast on this, you know, I want to do this podcast not to make you feel that nobody is trustworthy, but rather to highlight that some are. You know, everybody meets and, and has bad apples in their life, you know, and the apple reference Adam I me. Mean, anyway, um, anyway, so sometimes everybody has those people in their lives um, and we, we need to know how to let that go, let them go. We need to know how much to give and how much not to give. Life is just kind of better. So if we're talking about some red flags, what do you think are red flags that people should watch out for, should tell them not to let people in their inner circle? What do you think? Some of the red flags should be
1: lack of congruency or in
0: simple words, um, it means
1: your talk and actions don't line up or, or walking the talk. <laughs> so that um, a congruency is super important. People do not only need to say that they love you, they need to act and have action words associated with that love. So your parents, um, another red flag should be that your f- parents, your family, your friends don't approve also controlling um behaviors and we'll talk about the power and control wheel later too um you know monetarily being controlling with your money with Mm -hmm. your time with your resources and also like sometimes even with your wardrobe within reason if you ladies if you're married and you're showing what god gave you that's not good (laughs) (laughs) if you're showing your money maker we don't need to
0: see that (laughs) He says, "Oh Place that my in the skirt signings. looks like a belt. <laughs> my skirt looks like a belt. You can't be wearing a, a belt as a skirt, okay? That's not gonna happen. Um, it's Not gonna work.
1: Also, another red flag is missing time lapses with no accountability because even That's a good e- even in the healthiest of like friendships, like even sometimes like if if Ken invites me somewhere and I'm like, hey, no, I'm sorry, I already had this, this such and such and such, because it comes out naturally within healthy people, like being like, okay, mm-hmm. accountable, like I can't do this because this, this, and this specific." Uh, yeah, being very mm-hmm, specific. Mm-hmm. So also deviant behavior, obviously, you know, I've all, <laughs> we, we've gone through the other podcasts, no um, illegal, unethical, and, and immoral. So deviant behavior is obviously stealing, swindling, conning other people. Yes, it needs to be said. Um, Are you telling me it, that that's bad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Because if they, oh, no. if they do it to other people, know that you're next in line. Proverbs 3.32 says for the devious person is an abomination to the Lord, but the upright are his confidence. Also gossips and cannot keep a secret. Obviously showing already untrustworthy character. Proverbs 11.13 says whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy in spirit keeps a thing covered. Another one is tearing you down instead of building you up and divisive people. Within reason, obviously, with All of us banter with our friends, but when push comes to shove, they should be supportive of your triumphs and not rejoice when you fail. My aunt has a saying that only, you know, church sayings, only the devil (laughs) reminds us of our past. Friends should not want to keep you in a state of guilt and shame people should not purposely seek to divide and fragment other relationships that should be a huge red flag the bible mm. says on romans 14 19 so then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding titus 3 10 3, 11 says if people are causing divisions among you give a first and second warning after that have nothing to do with them um mm.
0: you see two- all the math teachers are mad right there talking about division
1: <laughs> like no <laughs> You need to do some subtracting. <laughs> <laughs> too good to be true. You know a lot of people that are swindled and conned. Mm. People are like, "Oh my god, they were too good to be true." It probably is. You're not having enough, you know, in Spanish we have a saying like when that you're a boyfriend, he says, "It's a novio," which means eh, novio. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did not see. That means you did not see. <laughs> So just make sure you, you vet them with your friends and family. That's why if they have an objection, it's not because they, they don't want your happiness because they love you. Um, it's because there's something there. We
0: another- need to make another saying in Spanish like, si sí, ve, sirve. Sí, <laughs> like, right? If you, <laughs> if you do see, right? It serves you. I don't know. We That's a good something. one. I like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, another uh, red flag is has a bunch of friends. Yup. This should be a red, a red flag. Either there is not much of a selection process or not a dependable at all to anybody. I, I really joke and everybody, you know, in my circle says, yep. you know, I, I joke that my friendship circle is closed because my friends require time, money, and energy. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll take my check tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know you were handing out money. Case in point. My friend has four <laughs> children, all birthdays. <laughs> I, I didn't know you were handing out
1: money. I really feel and so the, the idiom is, is that I'd rather have four quarters point? than a hundred pennies. It's quality versus quantity. Proverbs eighteen twenty four ESV version says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So Kat, what are some red flags
0: for you? All right. Well, just real quickly, I just want to point out the importance of recognizing red flags. The people that we're talking about who are not trustworthy, who you're mentioning, uh, who I'm about to mention, everybody is around these people. Everybody. Everybody dates these people. Everybody has pursues a friendship with these people. They work with these people. Everybody does. The difference is some people are really good at recognizing the red flags and they walk away when they need to, or they make limits, or they, they know when to to stop or when to recede or when to keep someone as acquaintance versus friendship. So uh, a friend, so red flags are super important. Don't just gloss over them. And sometimes we don't want to address red flags because we don't want to have somebody exited out of our, out of our life, but it's so important. It can make a humongous difference in regards to the the quality of your life and, and your joyfulness in those relationships. All right, so now to actually deal with the question. Okay, so red flags. The first thing that comes to my mind as well is congruence. Exactly, do their actions match their words? You know, some of us can deal with toughies as long as we know what we're getting. It's the ones who... Or say one thing and then do another. That is a thing that is, I think is really difficult for us. Um, somebody who keeps on flaking. They'll say they show up, but they keep on flaking. That's a red flag. They may not want to be, you're not on their priority list here. Someone who says they're a kind person, but has lots of bouts of anger. Someone who says they make a good par- a partner and has no good relationships in their life. That's a, a big red flag, even with family or friends. Well, I guess you shouldn't be with somebody who has a relationship, a romantic relationship, if that's what you're pursuing. But family and friends, they have no good relationships. That's a red flag. Somebody who acts really nice towards you, towards somebody, but then talks about them badly to you, I think that's a red flag. Okay, someone, again, someone who has, who has very little or no good relationships, connections are, and they've burned bridges. Now, some people are introverts, they're very shy, and that might be why. So you do need to have some discernment to know that. But a lot of times, it's a good indicator that they have burned their bridges or they're a hard person to be around or to stick with or someone you shouldn't. So you really need to look at that. Maybe somebody who doesn't show mutuality. I think that is super important. Um, or wh- worse yet, someone who's in competition with you or shows negativity about your successes. Someone who's one-sided, soaks up all the attention space, um, asks for it, but they can't return it when you need it. James three fourteen sixteen 16 tells us, but if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. You don't want to be part of a vile practice. That is just not what you want to go. Someone who's always in crisis. I think that's a red flag as well. The person soaks up energy, time, puts you out emotionally um, because you have to tend to all these crises. Their needs may be really, really, really high, and this can include mental health crises. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't care. That doesn't mean you shouldn't provide compassion or sometimes be there for them in their crisis. That means. A red flag is when they're always in crisis. Um, it means you need to guard your heart. And you need to not completely let your guard down when it comes to relationship with them because they may flip out and you don't want your well-being to be dependent upon their well-being. Go towards people who are in crisis, not crisis. Get it? Christ, sis, not Christ. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> One laugh, thank you. <laughs> okay, um, you want to be careful of those that try to manipulate you when they talk or make you feel really guilty. A real sense of guilt, not just a jokey way, you know, like you were talking about. It's a real sense of guilt. And obviously someone who lies a lot, even if they're little lies. And I was thinking, you know, maybe especially if they have little lies, because if they can lie about the little things when they don't have to, or they can lie about the big things when it matters more. So you really want to be careful about that. And again, if somebody can't be honest and genuine and transparent with you about who they really are or their shortcomings or things like that, if they can't be honest with you about their good parts and their bad parts, or their not so good parts, I think you need to be wary about why, why can they not be so honest? And then also something that you can't trust, someone who's too nice, just like you said. For example, if if, if you're dating and everything is whatever you want, whatever you want, you have to question why. Whatever you want to eat, (laughs) whatever you want to go, where do you want to do, whatever, 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 you know, it's so nice. And you soak it up, but you have to really question why, what's going on. Because sometimes people overcompensate. They're too nice. Why? Because really they're domestic violence abusers. They're conquerors. They, they're just trying to, to reel you in. They shower you with attention. Why do they have to do that so much to the, to the degree? It's, it's one thing if they know you and you warrant that. You're just like, man, I am a prize and they know it. And that's why they're, they're uh, giving me all these prizes. But that's one thing. But if they barely know you, you, know, you really have to say, okay, it's not warranted. What's going on here? Let's look at a couple of scriptures. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen through 15. And no wonder for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. You have to be very, very careful. You really need to have good discernment. And these are the reasons why, because even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So he can try to present something as good, but it not be good. Kind of like a, a rotten apple. Looks nice on the outside, but warm on the inside. So Proverbs 26, 24 to 26 tells us, whoever um, hates disguises himself with his lips and harbors deceit in his heart when he speaks graciously, believe him not. For there are seven abominations in his heart. Though his hatred be covered with deception, his wickedness will be exposed in assembly. So at least that's the silver lining, right? It will be exposed. Now, we've gone through all these red flags. Let's say you just messed up. You didn't realize, or they were just really good conquerors. They just really were good at disguising themselves and deceiving you. And you put your trust in the wrong person. What happens then? What if you get hurt? I
1: know sometimes um, the realism cuts people, but sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Like that statement right there. <laughs> everyone I know it cuts will, you, but.
1: <laughs> everyone will eventually get hurt. The Bible Toughing says up, that even. Yes. Like everyone will eventually get hurt. Yes. The Bible says even the psalmist commented on his own disappointment. Like I said, we all get hurt. We all are wronged at some point. Um, we all are betrayed at some point as well. Psalms 41.9, it says, Even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted his heel against me. You learn, so just learn. Not everyone can tell the same lie. If history keeps on repeating itself and repeating itself, you need to pay attention and see what it is that you keep doing wrong that keeps you in that same place. If there is something about you that keeps happening and there is a pattern, the likelihood of you repeating it again, it will become a vicious cycle until you get the lesson that you're supposed to be learning at the time.
0: One of my favorite I was just thinking, can you have friends that are, that are keto? I mean, because if it's he, he who ate my bread, can you just have people who don't eat, who are <laughs> carb-free? Would <laughs> that help you? <laughs> Listen, just choose people who are keto-friendly. So
1: one of my favorite Einstein quotes is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, right? Oh, that, that's why the man was a genius too. do something <laughs> different to change your dynamic. Don't keep doing the same thing over and over again, being insane, trying the same mind that got you like, that's another quote, the same mind that got you into that same predicament is not the same mind that's going to get you out. So hopefully you're vetting it with friends, family. So cat. Same question to you. What if I put the tr- my trust in the wrong person and I get hurt?
0: Well, like you said, I think sometimes that happens. If you do that, you rebound. And I don't mean like go find somebody else to like soothe you or anything like that. I just mean you rebound. You have to go to God and you use that core strength to pull you through it. You know, I, I think if we look through a couple steps, you keep moving forward, you regroup from the pain, you assess the situation that occurred, you do some introspection to identify how and how to... How and why did I allow it to happen? You really need to be honest with yourself of saying, okay, I shouldn't have trusted this person. I missed the red flags. Why did I do that? What was going on for me? So I would think logically, assess the situation logically, and then think emotionally. What happened? Why did I allow for it? Use this opportunity as a teachable moment. So you don't need to beat yourself up or anything like that. You just use it as a teachable moment. Think about what can I or what did I learn from this? So James 3.17 tells us, The wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. So you need to be reasonable. You want to actually think about and formulate words of what did I learn? You don't want to just be too general in your thinking. You really want to, and then you want to make a plan. So make actual steps of what you need to do to get better in discernment. Um, What do you you need to learn about healthy relationships? Do you need to go to counseling? Um, What actual steps do you need to take? Do you need to change your dating profile to reflect a more serious attitude? And nature, instead of having something on there, if you're looking for a serious relationship and then you, I mean, you tell me, if you're looking for a serious relationship and your profile is you
1: in a bikini,
0: (laughs) (laughs) bikini with fish lips and some fish nets, you know, if it has anything with fish, (laughs) unless it's Jesus, (laughs) unless it's the Jesus fish, you need to get that rid of that. So, um, do you need to hold back your feelings and do you need to consult with your support system? That is wise before you start connecting you need to buy time before you make decisions? And then you need to act on your plan. Don't just talk the talk, but walk the walk like you're saying. First Thessalonians five twenty one twenty two 22 tells us, but test everything, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Stay diligent and focused. Remember that the good and the bad, the benefits and the consequences of your, of your choices. Um, and I think make a list so that you can remember what are the reasons of why you shouldn't go down that route that you went before. I think you should institute danger awareness markers for yourself. You should know what are the signs that you're going down the wrong path or that you're trusting the wrong person so that you can pull yourself out of it when you need to. Then you need to have an accountability system for yourself. So do you have a support system you can go to that can tell you the truth, even if it hurts your feelings? Do you meet regularly with people, the right people that you can be transparent with, that know what's going on in your life so that you keep consistent contact with so they, they can know what's going on and they can tell you, hey, I think this is good. This is not good. And of course, you need to practice the spiritual disciplines. Of course, because you know the scriptures that we always go over Romans twelve two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. By testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. James one five, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. The third one that we we quote all the time, Proverbs one seven The fear of the Lord is the be- beginning of knowledge, fools despise wisdom and instruction. You need to know what the fear of the Lord is. You need to know what is what the Lord says. Did you have any other thoughts? Or should we jump into the takeaway? So,
1: clinically and biblically. So, how do I know like, that I can find family and friends? Um, doesn't everybody have red flags? Yes, all of us do gossip from time to time, but it cannot be a lifestyle. I think that's important. At certain points in our lives, we may not be the most emotionally safe people. We might be flaky and plagued with rumors or inconsistent. The distinguishing factor is that the red flag people are like the warning signs, the yield signs. It's a
0: pattern. Um with green flags Can we flag- just carry red flags? Can we just <laughs> deem that, you know what? Listen, you are going to hold we're going to we're going to hold flags from now on. Green means good, right? Bro. So right? are <laughs> like good in relationships, red bad. Like, I don't know, something yellow is eh working on it. Yeah, with green flag people, you mature, you grow, you take
1: accountability, you change. If someone is telling you that they have no desire or need for change, those people are usually unsafe. Um, maybe they won't always be unsafe because, you know, we all have the potential for growth. But until that time, space is required. Uh, people will tell you who they are is the old idiom. You just need to be listening. So clinically, provide yourself a lot of psychoeducation. Um, research the power and control and equity wheels of what a uh, equitable relationship looks like you can google it on the power and control and then the equity wheel it's a grace it's a great resource for women with problems choosing abusive or controlling men and what red flags that you need to look for in terms we talked about the finances and some of those things my clients have taken to putting the equity wheel on their on the fridge with a magnet in order for them to kind of look at it on a daily basis and look what that that should be like versus what it shouldn't be like. Okay, so with my clients, I have them write a "hell no" list, and I'm gonna explain what it is. It is oh, a shoot. It's a boundary list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's you a, say that.
1: It is a boundary list. It's a hell no. Well, you not. have to bleep
0: that out. No, 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 no. no it's Say not. it again. Wait, do it again, hey, and no, no. I'll and I'll bleep it, no, no, Watch, no. Say, it again. say it again. It's a hell no list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and for everybody, it's a different list. So. Heck no my I will- li-
0: my my list is a heck no list. Heck I- no
1: I will not support a man financially. <laughs> Hell no I will not allow people to la- be laying hands on me, um hurting me. I have a no way list. Hell no I will not allow someone <laughs> oh gosh, to mean- call me out of my name. <laughs> All of these things I have them do because I need them for them to have like a real, like, physical, tangible, tactile manifestation of what they will not tolerate. Because a hell no list is a really a hell no list. Like, it should not be, uh, like, you out of hell? like, boundaries. Okay, I can yeah. take that.
0: It keeps you out of hell, okay? <laughs> Temptation. Listen, it gives you a way out. <laughs> it sh- they shouldn't be
1: lines drawn in the sand. It sh- they should not be moved because, oh my God, they love me so much. no, no. No.
0: No. <laughs> this is a, See, I have a no hell list this is an h-e double hockey sticks no list there you go there you go there you go I knew you had it in you and
1: biblically um look for the bible which is the ultimate wisdom there are tons of scriptures on friendships and who you Amen. should and should not be friends with proverbs 20 I'm just going to give you two proverbs 27 9 says perfume and incense bring joy to the heart and the pleasantness of a friend springs From their heartfelt advice, Proverbs twenty-two twenty-four: Do not make for an oil person. Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily. Angered. In Spanish, we have a proverb. There's a same, saying: "Dime con quién te juntas y te diré, diré quién eres." Oh my God! The Spanish grandmothers always kind of ram that into you. <laughs> In English, my husband, my
0: husband says that one all the time, all the time. Because why? His grandmother <laughs> you know, His mom
1: In English, tell me who your friends are, and I will tell you who you are. So super important. Mm-hmm. Just be careful about who you allow into the sacred pale. Place, even though Kat was wow. marking me about my sacred place.
0: <laughs> so let me tell you who you are then based off of your friends. You're you funny. <laughs> you're funny, you're loving. <laughs> you're a pretty good you're a pretty good gal. <laughs> Ditto lady. <laughs> yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: thank um, you. very much. So Kat, what do you want right. um, the takeaways to be? Okay, well, I think a couple things. I think it's it's super important for you to understand that there's a skill. That yes, we all may have, we all may be sinners, but there is a scale about who you should get into a relationship with or not, and we, we can rate. They all have the same value in Christ. Everybody has the same value. It's intrinsic. It's, it's, it's given. But there is a different value when it comes to relationships. So choose the good, okay? And then one of the reasons why, the main takeaway I want you to get from this is one of the reasons why we're going over this red flags, these red flags, is to, to highlight what not to go for, but to remind you that there are people that you can go for. We're just helping you weed out those people. And actually this is a a two-part series. We forgot to mention that. This is a two-part series. So we're going over the red flags of who not to trust this time. And next time we'll go over who to trust. Okay. So that's the takeaway that I want for you guys to know that good relationships are possible, but you really do need to know, have discernment and know who to weed out so that you can continue in good relationships. How about you? I want
1: the takeaway to be that trust and betrayal are like a long, a long life journey. It will happen, like Kat said, as we are in this human skin and it will happen. We just have to try and avoid the large or egregious like betrayals of trust by choosing wisely, by using the Bible to guide our friendships and our love lives, by utilizing the wisdom of professionals as God has given them the gift of insight as well. I always think that it's super important. I always pray about my friendships and I ask God to do spring cleaning in my life all the time, which is a perfect time. And
0: I thank you because I made the cut. (laughs) That's (laughs) fine.
1: And I tell him to boot out anybody that doesn't belong there because I, you know, you need to guard your salvation. Tooth and nail. You need to really be cautious about who you allow in so that is what i want my takeaway to be
0: cat i love that i love the idea that you know things happen but you're you're trying to help them know um what egregious things to to avoid i love that good job (laughs) she's mocking my egregious (laughs) no i'm i'm agreeing with your egregiousness okay yes i am i love it 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 it. okay so yes i will
1: take us out in prayer okay lord jesus thank you lord for letting us and allowing us lord to be your vessels today god continue lord to watch out in our lives lord who to be friends with god allow everybody that you allow in our lives lord to come from you, Lord Jesus. And even if they don't come from you, Lord, help us to be whatever you need us to be to that person, God. In Jesus Christ's holy name we pray, amen.
0: Amen. All right, guys, stay tuned for the next part of this podcast. And don't forget to check us out. The more that you give us likes, subscribes, and all those things, the platforms know to get out our word. So we appreciate it. God bless you. Till next time, bye.